1: Hey, welcome to Faith Talk Today. I am Rick Probst, and we are excited about uh, another amazing program. What a great weekend. Thank you for joining us, and thank you, producer Ezra Ortiz, for getting me top-notch, amazing guests like this guy. Now, we've talked to David before. David Wheaton is the host of The Christian Worldview. You hear that here at Faith Talk Atlanta. David, how are you? Doing really well. Greetings from Minnesota. Minnesota, now, you know, we've had 90 plus weather for what, as we probably six weeks, feels like yeah, six weeks to two months to three months. How are you guys doing there?
0: You know, we've had a pretty dry summer up here. Of course, Minnesota is beautiful in the summer. That's why we call them snowbirds. They live here in the summer, then they fly down south in the winter. Um, it's typically beautiful here. We've had some hot weather. It's been dry. Farmers get a little nervous about when there's a lack of rain Uh, We have some 90s coming up this weekend, but, you know, 90s are sort of unusual here. We may get, you know, uh, 10 to 20 days per summer that touch 90, Um, but we love it here. But then we also know what's coming, (laughs) which is winter, where you get literally from 95 degrees in the summer on a hot day, uh, easily five below zero or more on a cold day in the winter. So 100 degree swings in Minnesota is not unusual.
1: Hey, Ezra, make a note that next summer we're staying with the Wheatons and doing our show there for the summer. So we don't have to endure another uh, hot Atlanta. Uh, Love that. Would love to see Minnesota. I have good friends that are. Are they Minnesotans, I guess? I don't know. But they. yeah, they say it is beautiful. It Um, is beautiful.
0: It's a beautiful state. There's four very distinct seasons. I was born and raised here. We love it. The uh, the politics here are too much on the left for me.
1: Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: we we have a pretty, pretty, pretty radical state from that regard, a lot like California, actually. Um, but uh, we do love this place.
1: And, you know, that's one of the reasons why we want folks to uh, follow you and listen to the show, which they can hear at Faith Talk Atlanta. David Wheaton is the host of the Christian Worldview, Worldview Radio Program and uh, helping us to think biblically and live uh, accordingly. I love that, uh, David. And thanks for being a part of the Faith Talk Atlanta family. We want folks to listen to your program, to follow you. And I know you've got some upcoming events. I think I heard, if I remember correctly, on last week's show that there's a golf tournament coming up. I think you guys have put yeah. together. So you're always around. You were uh, at the church where they were talking about spiritual warfare, which your host last week or your guest last yeah. week talked about spiritual warfare. So uh, you guys are are really doing a lot of amazing things nationally, worldwide, but also Locally, there. So, uh, tell us something, uh, something new that's going on at the Christian worldview. Well,
0: well the, the mission, the Christian worldview, has been around um, for nearly twenty years now. We've been doing this program, and it's been a weekend program, uh, typically Saturday morning. Uh, airs, I think, eight a.m. local time where you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, the mission has really been the same over all the years. It's really there's a mission for Christian listeners. And we always know that there are people who are listening who are Christians, who are not believers. We yeah. want to speak to them as well. And so the mission is to sharpen the biblical worldview of Christians and to proclaim the good news or the gospel of Christ. In the first part of that mission, uh, to sharpen the biblical worldview of Christians, you've probably seen, Rick, the the Barner research done about how low of a percentage of professing Christians actually have a biblical worldview. I'm just mm-hmm. You know, basic things of orthodox Christianity—that's uh, shocking. I, I think that actually explains a lot about you know why we are where we are in the church and in the country. Um, so we aim to to take um, almost be an extension of the local church in a way. We we don't try to focus too much on being a parachurch ministry. We're not trying to start a movement. Right. We're trying to bring the teachings of a sound local church to the issues of our day according to a biblical perspective, and accurately, accurately understand scripture. And so the topics we cover are pretty wide. You mentioned we'd covered the spiritual warfare that we're in. You know, Paul talks about this in Ephesians chapter 6, put on the full armor of God, that God provides armor for spiritual warfare. Um, you know, We do allow a very wide range of topics. Sometimes they're current events, what's going on in the world politically, uh, what's going on in the culture. Um, what's going, especially what's going on in the church. And, uh, we cover all those topics. We try to get good guests on, uh, that bring that biblical worldview to the topics at hand. And then secondly, we also try to make the gospel clear. The gospel is the most important thing. It answers the most important question in life. How can we as sinful humans be made right with the Holy God? And the gospel answers that question that God created us to know him and worship him and obey Him and follow him, but we as sinners are, have gone astray, and uh, we've alienated ourselves from God. and if we don't repent and, and accept God's terms of reconciliation, we'll be under His judgment. But then comes the good news that that's why God sent His Son Jesus Christ to to be the substitute for us on the cross, to pay the penalty we deserve to pay, so that we could be made right with God. and he, he rose from the dead, proving that his sacrifice paid in full. Um, and satisfy God's wrath and justice. So we try to be clear about that gospel, that you must repent. Like Jesus said, Rick, you must repent and believe this gospel. That's the first thing Jesus said in ministry. And so uh, that's what changes hearts. That's what changed my heart when I was in my mid-20s. That changes families when, when people believe that and live by that in their family. And it changes churches and, by extension, even changes communities to a certain standpoint. I think that's why our country is so different now is that we have a much less percentage of those who would be, I consider, born-again Christians in this country.
1: Love that. David Wheaton, it is the Christian worldview. You can hear that here at Faith Talk Atlanta. It's 8 a.m. And some great guests coming up. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, it's uh, um, uh, I am going back through Romans, starting from the first chapter, verse at a time. And this is all just for me. So Mm -hmm. that I can be reminded. And when you read Romans, you are reminded of uh, our place and that we need to uh, not not only uh, grasp onto the grace of God by Jesus Christ, but that we are that we are sinners and that it's our goal to please the heavenly father. And so I think that's a great reminder. Now, I tend to stay out of James because I don't like the tongue part and, you know, my tongue is, can be offensive. But you know what? It's that word, that gospel that says, you know what? The Holy Spirit says, you know what? You need to work on that. You need to change that because you're, you're walking, uh, you're walking like Christ here on the earth. David Wheaton with us. It is the Christian worldview. You mentioned that unbelievers, uh, will listen to the program. Uh, give us a, maybe an instance, a story, real quick, of an unbeliever that was really touched deeply by what you guys were broadcasting.
0: Well, what we typically do in the program, if if the if the topic of that day uh, is not, let's say, referring directly to the gospel, maybe it's something in current events. We always try to bring in the gospel at some point during the program. So it's surprising, Rick, people and even Christians. We, we use the word gospel a lot, but what is it? What is this good news? And I just explained it in my last answer, what, what the Bible says this good news is. The good news is for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And begotten means his, it's unique. It's not like he was born of God. He was He's unique in his way, the most unique person, you could say, whoever lived on earth. He gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That's, that's the gospel. So we try to be very clear about that. Um, and we will direct, at some point during the program, we have we have a page on our website called What Must I Do to be Saved? And, Rick, this is the most visited page on our website of all the past mm-hmm. programs, all the archives, and your listeners can go and hear all the topics and things we've done over the years. They're all archived there. But the most popular visited page is what must I do to be saved is it kind of walks you through the question that the Philippian jailer asked the apostle Paul mm-hmm. after the earthquake I think it was in act 16 or 17 all the prisoners didn't leave and he couldn't figure out I mean he was going to be killed for the prisoners escaping but Paul and Silas and the rest of them did not leave and so his first question was why didn't you not leave the prison it was what must I do to be saved and that is the most important question in life. And the implication there is that we need to be saved. It means that we're in peril of something, that we're lost, that that that's the implication of that question. And so that's what we have on our website. What must I do to be saved? That's what we try to bring up the gospel frequently. That's why we hear from people who appreciate the fact, you know, that may have thought they grew up in a Christian home, went to church growing up, but hadn't understood what this gospel is and what you know it's not something you just believe intellectually it's not something that is just you know for church on Sundays when you repent and believe in the gospel um, Christ becomes your Lord not just your Savior but your Lord of your life he already is Lord but you surrender the throne of your life to him and I think that that's the big change that I went through in my own life I grew up in a Christian home Rick and it wasn't until I was in my early 20s when, when I was on a professional tennis tour, actually, a t- actually after a time of success that I realized that, you know, more of this, more of success is not going to offset this really deep conflict I felt inside of myself. And that conflict was there because I was taught the right way growing up, but I was not living that way. I was living in sin. I was on the throne of my life as I began to read the Bible and understand who God was that he is a holy, just, and good God that desired to be in a relationship with me. But that I was sinning against him, and I was going to be under his judgment. And I heard the good news about the gospel. As That's when I really came to a point of confessing my sin, repenting, and asking God to save me and keep me following him, keep me as Lord. And he gives us the Holy Spirit to do that. We can't do it on our own. And so that's such a key part of the program that um, that we want to make clear every week that That's the most important question to be answered. What must I do to be saved?
1: David Wheaton, the Christian Worldview radio program. It's on Faith Talk Atlanta, Saturdays at 8 a.m. You can get a weekly newsletter, too. I think it's the Christian Worldview. uh, What is it? ChristianWorldview.org is uh, where you can get the weekly sign up for that newsletter. And please listen to the program. And if you go to their website, and there's a link on ours, faithtalkatlanta.com, you can listen to past programs. David, thank you so much. we got to have you back again. Blessings to you. We've got to go. It's uh, another Faith Talk today. Everybody have a great weekend. Thank you, Ezra Ortiz, for producing Faith Talk today. I'm Rick Probst. See you.